Previously on Rivals of Waterdeep, Cambians Lieutenant Devonia and Corson visited the party in their dreams and gave Solis a burn book containing the names and locations of several criminals. Devonia binds Ashborn's soul and life force to chips with the promise that he will live as long as she. And strangely, throughout it all, Perrin slept soundly, perfectly undisturbed throughout the night. As the party traveled to Waterdeep, they were approached by the hunters from Dagafor, demanding justice for their slain brother, who was killed in Nightstone during the great bubbling of the town. The party fights these attackers off, and Perrin deals the final blow of mental damage. Mayor Melanie, seeing the party in action, thinks, are these the heroes that Waterdeep needs? Okay, let's get to the episode. Hi, I'm Tiny Dupass. I play Celise. She is a human paladin who's a little bit cranky <laughs> on this adventure, but she'll be okay. I'm Brandon Sinis. I'm playing Ren Leodon. Um, I'm a high elf sorcerer. Hi, my name is Cicero Holmes. I am playing Perrin Underbow, a halfling bard who loves life. <laughs> Hi, I'm Carlos Luna. I am playing Knock Knock, a half-orc fighter. Hi, I'm Serena Marie, and I'll be playing Ashborn, a half-elf ranger. And I'm Sharif Jackson. I'll be playing Shaka, a tiefling warlock. Okay, so where we left off last week, you guys had been attacked by a lord of Daggerford and his hunting party uh, after his brother had been unfortunately ripped in half uh, by this bubble that had been summoned. They saw you leave, so they blamed you. They weren't exactly rational, and they went after you. Uh, I believe you broke the young lord's mind. Well, what was left of the young lord's mind? <laughs> they dragged him away and, and their other wounded, and you've probably earned yourself enemy for life. So they all ran off. Uh, you guys set camp, slept the best you could, set up watch, sleep. This time was relatively peaceful for all of you. And as morning breaks, you guys are finding that uh, the scout that was with you, whose name, by the way, is Roland Holbrook. He would have introduced himself by now. So Roland is up early. Uh, he's put on his armor and he's brushing down his horse. What are you all doing? Uh, well, uh, Perrin will be making breakfast. Is there stuff? Well, parents aren't doing anything. I assume. I assume the invisible servants yeah. could be yeah. breakfast. Well, yes, yes. Uh, well, but parent takes credit for it. So, of course. Uh, unseen servant, it is time to do your business. There's a little whoosh of air, you know, <laughs> and like, like you can't see it. Right? But just by the way that the wind blows, you're pretty sure it took a deep bow as soon as it <laughs> And it came back up and started immediately making breakfast. Now, his larder is still incredibly well stocked. Dwarves tend to be prepared. So you've got at least enough, you know, like fresh stuff for a week. And then there's like hardtack and everything else for like another couple weeks. Like you, you're fine. You got plenty of supplies. Heron Underbow makes the most wonderful breakfast. And second breakfast, <laughs> and lunch, and dinners. I'm impeccable. <laughs> Excellent. So that's all being laid out. I assume everyone eats? Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. Okay. Excellent. What are you all doing this morning? Um, I want to go talk to Roland. He, is he after? Mm -hmm. Yeah, he's just standing there brushing down his horse. Okay. Mm -hmm. Hey, man. H have you been to Waterdeep before? I'm a god of Waterdeep. 
Oh. Good morning. Oh, good morning. Sorry, I just asked you questions before, like, greeting you. That is all right. And he's brushing down his, his, his horse. As a scout, we spend most of our time guarding the road. So we're out for weeks at a time, going up and down, mile after mile. Wow. That sounds really, really noble. It's quiet. Gives you much time to think. What's your favorite thing to think about? And he thinks for a moment. And he's like, <laughs> there's, I don't know. And he stops for a second. He's like, there's just this, there's this girl back home in the city. Oh my God, Dish. Well. <laughs> Tell me. She's, she's a couple classes above. I am just a soldier. Yeah. And, you know, so she's she like a lady. So she's like five and like, <laughs> <laughs> She's a lady. She's a lady. Yeah, yeah. Basically, you know, if like if like soldiers came in at like you know twos, yeah. right? He's gonna be like a four, you know, and you know, and probably wants to marry up to a five. Yeah. So you know, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So you know, he's like, you know, I don't have much of a chance, and I'm never in the city anyway. But I think of her often. Do you? Well, we're gonna go to the city. Is there anything you want me to bring to her? I, I can Cyrano this for you. <laughs> He kind of looks at you and, like, really tries hard not to glance down at the arm, but does anyway. And he's like, that's, I appreciate it, but I believe I'll handle my own business. Thank you, young lady. Oh, that would be a serial, like, like situation. Totally. Yeah. Because, like, Cyrano had the nose and, like, she totally. has the claw. Totally. Like, yeah. No. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. 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 But, no, he's good. Okay. <laughs> Fair. All right. So, uh, he's, like, he's eager to get going because it's a long day's journey. So, after you guys eat it, you ready to break camp and go? Yeah. Salise yeah. uh, walks with him intermittently, just kind of chatting soldier to soldier. and Totally. And just soldier kind talk, of, soldier talk. Yeah. yeah, just kind of also just checking out Ash, like, is she okay? <laughs> like, wonder where Chips is. Yeah. No, Chips is happy. Chips slept great. Chips always sleeps very soundly. Yep. And Chips is just kind of bounding in the morning. Chips is like a lot of extra energy. Mm-hmm. So he's like, he keeps bounding off the a trail into the a grass and, you know, that'll bound back over and occasionally you'll hear him kill something and then he bounds back <laughs> over, happy as could be. <laughs> Does, uh... Does he bring the kills to me, or is it just you like... Know, mostly, you'll just, just like, like, you'll hear a kill, and then there'll be, like, a lot of, like, kind of, like, the grass shifting Skittery. back and <laughs> forth, and then, like, he'll come bounding behind. Like, he'll be, like, 100 feet behind and come running up, Great. happy as can be. <laughs> no. Yeah, so, like, I'm gonna go check on the mayor, actually. Oh, oh sure. Yeah. yeah, so, Melanie has, you know, finished her breakfast, and she has a, a journal with her, and she has a a pen and she's just been writing and writing and she's is also looking over notes and circling things and she looks up at you and says, oh, morning morning um just want to make sure i know it's kind of a crazy battle there just want to make sure that you're okay i'm fine you all are quite impressive okay well what are you taking notes on over there well and she's like flipping through and she's like i'm going through some old contacts we're going to have to pull a lot of strings in water deep to get this done so i'm just trying to make sure i've got everything in a row Okay, and who are who who are some of the top contacts that you've uh, written down so far? Yeah, okay, names for this. So she's <laughs> so I mean, she shows you a list of names. Some of them are related to her. There's a woman who Bill. owns it. John Jonerson. John Jonerson. I know John Jonerson well. So one of the people she talks about is that she has a cousin, which I didn't name because I'm a hack, but she has a cousin who owns 
owns a hotel in the South Ward called the Jade Rose, and it's a very nice place. And she and she's pretty, and she owes her a favor, so she can get you guys set up with a suite once you get inside. Okay. So that's one of the angles she's working. And there's a couple other people. The rest of the other people are mainly either. Uh, people on smaller councils like ward councils or people that would be in banks and have direct link to MERT. So awesome. that's what they're looking at. Okay, so we have a place to stay. Great. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Excellent. Thank you. So uh, that's what she would be working on. Ever, otherwise, you guys all ready? Definitely ready. Yeah. All right. You break camp. I assume you get on your wagon. Yes. All right. And yes. you all start traveling north. Uh, there's traffic. Now, like a couple people are passing you on the road. You see a couple wagons in the distance behind you. Like it's starting to get more people. Occasionally there's someone pulled off to the side of the road with a campsite. It's it, it's starting to like feel like the traffic is, you know, clearly oh. thickening as you're getting um, near. Fresh hour. Well, you know, <laughs> not quite. It's still pretty low. Yeah. Bumper, bumper to bumper. Yeah. Yeah. No. Oregon Trail rush hour. <laughs> it's still pretty. It's it's still pretty sparse, but you are seeing more people. Gotcha. So, uh, I'm sorry, I totally lost my train of thought. Okay, so I have to go back to the top. That's why I'm messed up. I'm sorry, guys. I'm a little bit. No, that's kind of my fault for requesting names. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> It's 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 fine. So soon after your break camp, I would like all of you to roll perception. And tell me who beats a 14. Oh no. Nat 20. Not me. Salise is not bright. Uh, I have a 14. Nice. Nat 20? Nat 20. Uh, 22. Okay. It's not Nat. Yeah, so we're gonna start here. So (laughs) as you guys are rounding a bend and it's in a like part of the road, these like uh, two groves of trees kind of grow closer to the edge. And as you're pulling up, you see a glint of metal and you see instantly that there is a large group of elves gathered in the woods on either side. They're not really hiding. They're in the woods, but they're standing up. They have bows in their hand, but they're all pointed down. And these are clearly wild elves, or sorry, wood elves. A Perrin has seen some things from my high perch. A Rin? Yes. A Knock Knock? It looks like some of your uh, cousins maybe are out and about. Uh, It looks like there are wood elves about uh, a half a mile above the wood line. Um, well, you half a mile's a bit, a bit far. We're about, <laughs> yeah, we're, we're about 300, 400 feet away. Oh, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Also, why, do, why do I got to be cousins, man? Uh, why, why are you assuming that they're related? These are two distinctly yeah, different. Exactly. First of all, yeah, elf, what's going you know, on? was a high elf, and he's not really an elf. And he's I'm a really elf. an elf. He's yes. an elf. Yes. Yes. He's an elf. I've seen many elves. I've seen them all. They're more similar than they are. <laughs> distinct. Well, while this is happening, Knock uh, Knock is, uh, I'm going to roll... Uh, I want to roll an investigation. Absolutely. Because I want to size them up and see exactly what this is all about. Totally. Uh, oh, oh, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, 17. So, you just start scanning the uh, trees, and you've all and you've picked out, like, 16, 17 of them already. You recognize them instantly. They're members of your graduating a class. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And their bows are down? Yeah. They, yeah their bows are all, all down, and they're looking down the road towards you. They probably okay. see you. Okay, so the first thing he sees is that their bows are down, mm-hmm. uh, and he just like makes a note to to like to the group, and he just like he's like, um, um, 
you know, their bows are down. Fear distance is 300 feet. Like, and then he notices like, oh, hey, I know these guys. Hey. And then like, he starts running up to them. Okay. So, okay. so you start running up. They all step out. Yeah. They've got their bows. They're not raising them, but all of them step out. There's like 16 in total. And again, it's literally your whole graduating yeah. class. And they don't, they don't wave or they don't say anything. They just kind of keep looking at you, right? And then another elf steps out and it's one of your instructors. Okay. And her name is Liatha. Liatha. And she has, she's unarmed and she steps out and she opens her arms wide so her, her palms face out towards you. And in, in like, it's a very elven thing. It's kind of the reason why people salute that all came down from like when you approached some, uh, someone, you were showing that your hands were empty. So all that is, is her showing that her hands are empty as she, as she steps towards you. Yeah. As I'm walking towards, uh, towards them, like I, I'm so excited that I like kind of lose myself and I'm like, oh yeah. And then I realize like, oh crap, like kind of like, um, if you were in boot camp for a long time yep. and then you're just like, you're out, yep. but they're not. But they're not. <laughs> exactly. So you'd be like, oh. You uh, snap too. Yeah, I snap too. And like, he's like, like a soldier. Mm-hmm. Like he's like exactly like a soldier, exactly like he's supposed to be. Like, and you know, palms out, but still like walking. So, so they know. It is good to see you. It's great. To, it's great to see you. What, what, what are you guys doing? What are you doing here? We were sent because we need information. You did not return and you did not report back. Yeah, things, things got so messed up over there. There's like, there's a dome and I meant to, I meant to, and we're on our way, but um, it was just, I think I have a different calling maybe. And I, I, um, I got wrapped up in that. I'm so sorry. As you say, you think you have a different calling. For a moment, her eyes look so sad. They just like gloss over like she's just about to cry and she closes them and she nods and she gestures a hand backwards. And one of the elves runs up with this intricate wooden box and she takes it from him. And by the time she turns around, she's right back to being composed. It just took her that little moment. She turns back around and she opens the box and inside are two large arrows clearly made just for you. The elders had visions of this. What you speak is true. My task is to deliver you these. And they, what do you do? Uh, she hand, does she hand the box yeah, to me? She opens the box towards you yeah. so that the arrows are right in front of you. Oh, what do they look like? Are they just like... So one of them is this like dark, long, wide, heavy iron thing. And strapped to the front is this huge fang. Oh. And it just radiates with magical energy. And it feels incredibly strong. And she explains to you and now she's just she's just speaking uh, uh just completely elven right yeah and she says that this is the this is the dragon's bane this tooth was pulled from us from a silver dragon it is a magical weapon that will also bring great harm to dragons it has been seen that you will need this and uh he takes his hand and he's just like uh a little shaky at this point and like like just like staring at it uh, he wasn't really even given gifts, you know what I mean? So this is like a great honor beyond our. It's like imagine experiencing all your birthdays at one time. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, like, 
like <laughs> that's they exactly. were all skips. Yeah, and they and were now all skips. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you just yeah, yeah. You, a gift doesn't exist why. like that. Um, and also, like attachment to things doesn't exist like that for them. Um, and also, they're believing in your destiny. Yeah, they're all bought in. And also, something like that would be um, um, gifts aren't like things that you have they're parts of you so if you're being given a gift like it's like you have like this new like a a new part of you like a new muscle like a new sense or um like leveling up or whatever you want to call it totally. you know like mm-hmm. uh so this, he, is a, this is this is a, this is an event yeah yeah this absolutely. is and this is something that like as he looks at it he knows this is him and uh this is a part of him now but also like uh, this sense of like um like familiar like familiar it's very mm-hmm. familiar for him. this is who you're meant to be yeah this is part of your path yeah so you hold that one and then she shows you the other one and the other one is a long thinner hollow tube of bamboo that's been wrapped with silver cord all the way down it and at the front is a very very thin uh but sharp mithril needle and at the back of it is hummingbird uh, feathers for the uh, fletching and she holds it for a for a moment and she turns and there's a a tree about 40 feet to her right and she just hurls it and it leaves her hand perfectly and sinks deep into the a tree and then she turns her palm upwards and it returns to her hand and in, in the next moment you will also need this um so he takes this one and um it feels great it feels powerful but he's scared of the throw um, mainly because like when he saw, when he saw the other elves, um, he said like a, a distance of 300, like mm-hmm. basically the fear distance. Sure. And the elves consider um, the, the distance that you hold, that you hold for is that middle ground is the fear distance. So like, like uh, and this is a much closer distance because yeah. it's a thrown weapon. And when he was at the academy, when he was like studying to be an archer, he was horrible. He was a horrible archer. He was probably the worst. Um, his he he would he sunk into that failure, and it was a huge depression. And it, he just wasn't good at it. They even tried um, building bows for him. Yeah, because at first they thought it was like, well, he's just too large for the bow. So they built full bows for your yeah. size, and it just didn't help. And it's something that he really wanted, but it was a talent that he couldn't acquire. Um, so every day he would like every night he would cry uh himself to sleep because he couldn't there's so many things you can change about yourself but there's certain things that you just can never change about yourself. Um I and, am never going to be a boxer. It's never going to happen. <laughs> uh so he I've always seen it as like there's this moment where he had there's this re, like how did knock knock start using like arrows mm-hmm. and I've always seen it as like there's this moment in his life where um he was so fearful of like not completing the academy of not being um not fitting in um and there's this moment where uh you know one of his friends uh his friend Clado uh said to him um you know the reason you can't make any of these distances is because your fear distance is zero. Um, and that means he has to be both bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. And that's when he started like wielding the two uh, arrows. Yeah. You just had to close the distance. Yeah. yeah. So what ends up happening is like, he looks at this 
new piece of him. And it means that he no longer uh, has to be a fear distance away. Uh, and that scares him because he's not good at that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah totally. Okay. Well, she hands both over and she closes the box and hands it back. And she puts her hand to her chest and all the other elves do as well. And she bows towards you. All of our hearts are with you. All of our minds have thoughts of you. And all of our souls shall guard you forever. You are one of us, knock, knock. You are probably more one of us than any has ever been. Um, he like gets like a little misty, uh, because that's something that like, he's definitely wanted to hear for like a long time. Uh, and, um, he kind of like looks over at this, like, he kind of knows that like, she takes care of him. Like she would always protect him. She was tough on you in the yeah. beginning. She was not accepting this at all, but you broke her down yeah. man, and now she loves you. And he like looks over at like what his brothers are doing. What are they doing? They're doing the exact same thing. They have yeah. all saluted. They have all bowed and they are all continuing to hold the salute proudly. Yeah. They are all in for, 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 for this. You, for a while there, you were, you were called an elven, the out, the out, uh, the out cider. And it wasn't necessarily a slur, but it kind of was. Yeah. It felt separating. But now they view you as the one who can be both outside and inside, the only one who can stride both paths and therefore save all of them and probably save much of the sword uh, coast along with it. Yeah. Um, so he bows. Uh, he says, thank you. He says, um, hopefully I'm worthy of this gift. Thank you. You already have proven so. Good journey. And they all fade back into the woods. For mechanic purposes, uh, they're both plus one weapons. The heavy arrow does one die eight damage plus one, and then whatever your strength bonus is on top of that. The thrown one does one die six plus one, plus whatever your strength bonus is on top of that. And you can throw it uh, 30 feet close range, 90 feet long, long range. And then it returns to your hand as a bonus action on the following round. So you could throw it, hit someone next round, use your bonus action to have it return, and use it again that round. Gotcha. Okay. Cool. All right. Wait, wait what was the distance again? 30 feet for 30 close feet. range, 90 feet for long range. So anything over 30 feet up to 90 feet is uh, is rolled at disadvantage. Anything oh. within 30 feet is rolled gotcha. a standard. Gotcha. Okay. So you guys continue on. Uh, anything you want to say to anyone after this? or I want to uh, check on Knock Knock. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah sure. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. See how it's Absolutely. Yeah. 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 yeah, exactly. I actually started tearing up. Uh -huh. yeah. <laughs> Even though I don't understand Elvis, yeah. <laughs> I couldn't quite get it, but I kind of got it just just like from the body language. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so he, when he walks away, he's still like, like soldier type. You know what I mean? Like totally. So like, yeah. And he puts the um, the new arrows like in his quiver with the other two arrows. So now he has four. How are you doing, man? I'm I'm great. I'm great. The, those those are my friends. Those the, um um uh we went to the cat the academy together. Was that your mom? No, that wasn't. I mean, she was kind of uh, no, she's not my mom. Oh, that was really nice. Yeah, they um they they got me these and then he pulls them out. Whoa! Whoa. It's just like yeah, like I could use. I just feel like they're a part of me. It's like an extension of me, you know? And uh, I want to try out, um, um, 
Well, I guess I can't try out the both of them. Like, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Here, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it still does damage, yeah, yeah, but yeah. yeah. I just want to uh, kind of like spin the one with the. Uh, it's like a what is it, a hook? I'm picturing like a, a hook on the. It's a fang, right? So, so do, it's a yeah, it's a dragon's fang that's been like, yeah, but it's a straight fang. Oh, okay. And then it's like recessed into the thing, so the metal kind of forms around it, and then lattices, and then it's also wrapped in like heavy silver twine, which okay. is actually uh, spider's silk. Awesome. Uh, so I just, I guess I want to twirl it like a drum, like a drumstick, like in my hand, like that. Yeah. Totally. Well, that one is super heavy oh. and off weighted, but the other one is so light and like, so yeah. perfectly balanced that you could like easily manipulate it. Yeah. So that's what I want to do. Totally. I'm actually, oh my God. I'm actually picturing. I'd um, like you to roll a dexterity. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was gonna say. Uh, I'm thinking of, what's his name? Yondo from. Uh, yeah. That's, yeah. What yeah. that's what I was thinking. That's what I was thinking. I was thinking. Yeah. That, yeah. That actually makes a lot of sense. Okay. Uh, what is this? Uh, dexterity. So just roll a straight dex. Yeah. Uh, 14. Yeah. You know, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, you're like, 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 you know, maybe around the thumb, it slows a little bit. No Keith Moon. But it looks oh, yeah. good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. So you guys continue on? Or do you want to say anything? Just like coming up to him, it's like, you know, I don't understand Elvish, but I, I, I've seen that kind of interaction. Are you going to be okay? Yeah, it was, this is probably the highest honor that like an elf can get. It's a present. He's just like twirling it in his hand, like staring at it. I'm sure you're worthy. Yeah, and I don't say anything to him, but I feel more comfortable because I've never seen Knock Knock yeah. in his like soldier totally. type thing. So yeah. like, so like, I start to feel like, okay, like I feel like we can actually do this if 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 we really get into. Get get into a kind of hairy kind of situation. So like, I just look at him, kind of nod. Totally, and, your main fighter god, I can. Yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. Rhythm walks up to him, and just like hugs him, like does oh. it. Oh. Yeah. Uh, he doesn't hug back. He keeps his arms like yeah. that, yeah. but he does kind of like go like oh. a little. <laughs> <laughs> he goes a little limp like that. Yeah, and then it's back in because also like. There's other brothers walking yeah. away. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah exactly. Yeah. No, I get it. I want to hug and you guys. Toxic masculinity. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just piles in. Yeah, yeah. Just on top. Yeah. yeah. And you know, it's funny you mentioned that because, like, like they were mainly looking at you, but a couple of them did steal glances towards Ridden. When they did, they were not favorable. Oh. Like they clearly wow. disapprove yeah. of this gold drenched elf over here. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. It's fabulous. <laughs> <laughs> I think I got that sense too. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I think they would see him like a like a bad influence. Yeah, hundred percent. Like hundred yeah. like, percent. Like, like, Watch out like, for this one. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. hanging out with like the goth kids at school. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. instead of black, they were dressed in yeah. gold. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Gold kids. God, the goth kids would be so much more interesting if they were dressed <laughs> in gold. Golden goth kids. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Someone's gotta draw that. Golden goth kids. Goth kids drenched in gold. Just like wearing like a. Uh, taking back my jewels day. All right. So uh, as you guys are traveling and walking and talking and, you know, getting to know a little bit more about your companion, Knock Knock, there is a bright red flare that flares across the sky far down the high road. And Roland sees that and turns to you and says, Keep walking, stay on the high road. I'm scouting ahead and takes off and quickly vanishes over the hill. Cool. Well, that was something. Can I roll history if I know what that is? Yeah, sure, absolutely. 
So the uh, the scouts of Waterdeep have like these um, arrows that have like this dust that will come out the back. This like really really super fine powder that's you know heavily dyed with ink. And when they fire them into the air, the air kind of like goes through with these little holes and whistles out the back and drags a column of the dust along along with it. Right, and so you're seeing that cast over this guy like this kind of trail of red you know, fire smoke, right? And that is to alert people that there's something wrong. Like, the, the, there's something eminently wrong here and everyone, mm. so that's why he just went charging on ahead. Gotcha. Um, guys, this means there's something wrong here. Should, should we go get him? The, go Take get him? I, I, I don't know exactly where it would be, where it's at, what's happening, but everyone just be ready, okay? Okay, I'm gonna make traps. As soon as you say that, there is a scream from you. I assume oh. you have the book in your backpack. Oh. There is this loud scream and then what sounds like a woman being strangled <gasps> and then silence. What was Police! that? It wasn't me. It was the just I pulled the book. It's like you pull it out and suddenly as soon as you pull it out you see that, that there's a bookmark in it that wasn't in it before. Huh. Well I'm, I guess we find our first mark. Uh. So I open it it's like Woman screaming. That that fits what we just heard. So when opened, yeah. it shows a page that appears to be written in a light gray ink, much fainter than the other pages. Even the portrait looks like it has faded or perhaps just been drawn, but it's it's not actually faded. Like it's it's in silver ink, but it's made to look incredibly light, right? Like it's not quite set in. Yeah, then you also see a location that indicates a small cabin just off the high road, maybe 20 minutes into the woods. So who wants to go in the woods? Yeah, your book is so scary. It came from a demon. What do you expect? Um, I'll go in the woods with you. Yeah, I'll go too. Yeah. Okay. All right. So it's a clear path. Like you can see a cabin at the end of it. Um, is that around the area where <laughs> the flare the came? No, no, oh. no. This is way. That's no. way down. This is like literally, like like the flare went off. He took off. The book went off, and it's just you just literally as it goes off, you're stepping up and seeing the road off to the right, and you can see the cabin. Okay, mm. so I'm gonna go with Celise to the woods, but I'm gonna leave a note for Roland. Okay, that says like BRB. <laughs> 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 Yeah. Scary book. Yeah, scary book. Arrow pointing Arrow, towards the camera. Yeah. All right. All right. So if if I stay at the wagon and stuff, I can still see the cabin. Correct. Okay, exactly. So, so like I want to stay and guard our stuff. Who else wants to stay with the I'm wagon? Gonna, I'm gonna go uh, to the. You're gonna go with them. Yeah. All right, I'm staying. Okay, so you two are staying. The rest of you are going. I'll go to the cabin. Okay, excellent. So you guys walk up and it's, uh, you know, it's a small, uh, relatively well-maintained cabin. There's no decorations on the outside. There's clearly a patch of, uh, a small patch of vegetables, uh, mainly root uh, vegetables in the back. There's also some 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 spices growing and tied along like wooden poles, right? And there's like a cow in the back and maybe like a couple donkeys. All right, so are there any candles burning that are giving light? Well, it's 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 morning. it's morning, so okay. you really can't tell. Yeah, but all the shutters are drawn. Oh, cool. I want to be stealth. Yeah, I want to sneak towards that house. Yeah. I was okay. just going to go knock so, on the door. <laughs> <laughs> you still can. <laughs> <laughs> you still can. <laughs> 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 just to relax a little bit. My book led me here. So what are you actually doing then? 
Uh, I so I want to like take a formation around the house. So if this is yeah. the house sure. and this is the front, sure. I want to go in the opposite direction, go around the house. So you want to go around to yeah. the right, and I want to go around to the left. You're going around to the left, and the two of yours going to the yeah. front door. Yeah. Okay, so they cut. He like gives you a bunch of hand signals <laughs> that you don't really understand. Which is the gist of it, right? <laughs> and then they start start circling around to the back. What are you two doing? Uh, I have like my crossbow, and I'm like, what's the least? <laughs> just, just in case. You know, don't you shoot me with your crossbow. It's okay. I just, you gotta look out. You never know what's gonna come out. <laughs> All right. So you're gonna knock on the door with a crossbow pointed at it. I just go. Yeah, just, nice. Just right. We should knock on the door with the crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> what so you I, I knocked. Like, Is anyone home? Hey, doom, 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 doom. And who's there? A paladin of tear. Shuffling, like <laughs> a man cracks open a door, you can just see a crack in his eye. And he's like, "What business?" <laughs> and as she, as he says that, I want stealth rolls from both of you. Like crap, what, I can't see a screaming book led me here. Uh, Twenty, nice. Also, 20. Yeah. as soon as she knocked and he said, "Who's there?" Knock, knock, knock. <laughs> 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 Oh, you guys. So they just like, yeah. like they vanish around the sides. You both are kind of up against it, sliding around. You both get to a window. Yeah. Okay. And it's just one open room in the middle. And there's like a back place where they're sleeping that's kind of cordoned off by like hanging sheets, but just one big open room. And you see a man at the door who looks like the picture, but older. And you see a boy, maybe 14 or 15, who looks like the picture, but younger. Oh, oh no. What business do you have here? We're on our way to Waterdeep and... Wait, I'm sorry. The boy looks like the... Yeah, he's younger than the picture. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> We're on our way to Waterdeep and... And I was compelled to come check here. I said I'm a paladin of tear. You know what that means, correct? I do. And he opens the door. Just me and my boy. I'm not trying to hassle you, sir, but... No hassle. Paladin of tears, welcome at my doorstep. Come inside. I bow. My companion, who I look at and make sure he's put away his crossbow. <laughs> <laughs> um, my companion, I just wanted to check and if there's anything we can do for you, say a good word to tear. Always welcome the blessings of paladins. And you kind of look over and his boy is there on the floor and he's got like, uh, like he's got like paper and charcoal and he just keeps like drawing. He hasn't even looked up at you. He's just drawing and drawing and drawing. Can I walk up to the boy just to like see what's going on with him? Sure. Just like say, yeah. like, uh, so Rin's like walking up to him. He's like, hey, hey little guy. How's it going? He completely ignores you and he's just like drawing like, like one like open gaping mouth after the next with teeth and, and fang. It's just like and horrible eyes and just over and over again. Boom, next and boom, right onto the next one, completely ignoring you. While you guys are outside watching this, you look down, right? And like underneath the house, you like, 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 like there's a tail coming out and you look down and there's like two decapitated cats that have been shoved underneath. Oh! The yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't... So, uh, Carlos personally doesn't know how to react to that. Yeah, I mean, like, 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 <laughs> when you're like, oh, you look down, I was like, probably a human head. I'm yeah, like, whatever. But you said cat, I was like, oh, that's nasty. <laughs> it's bad. Um, is there, so it's 
under the house? Yeah, like- so like so like the log cabin is like set on like a bunch of stones to lift it up so that mm-hmm. if water runs under, it doesn't run straight under because it's just a dirt floor yeah. with wood, you know? So it's just wooden planks that are kind of held off the floor so they don't rot. So there's not like a an under of the house. It's I just- mean, you could crawl underneath that space, but it wouldn't be pleasant. Uh I want to, so I picture it like both of us on like our own separate yeah. windows like that. And, then, and there's like steps like right there and there's like cats like in between us and we're yeah. pretty close. Yeah. And like I look down, I'm like. Yeah. And I like, I Underneath kick it a little house. bit through it. I'm like. And I kick it back. I don't want it. I don't want it. And I look towards the window. Is there um, a latch or how does the window work? So it's just, it's just shutters that have been closed. So it's wooden shutters have been shut on the inside and there's clearly like a bolt. Or something on the inside as well. So I couldn't like. You could absolutely try. You could like, like get like a little edge of something in there and try and flick it open. Sure. Yeah. Uh, roll me a sleight of hand. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Ten. Okay, so you're working on mm-hmm. it. Uh, you see her do that. What do you do? Um. I was really trying to get away from him and his cats. No, so. that's, that's <laughs> what you said. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Knock Knock's just like, what are you doing? Like, you, you, it would be, yeah. uh, he can be stealthy. He's a soldier. He doesn't do anything without orders. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's there to protect. Like, there's no danger right, <laughs> right. now. So why are you introducing another thing? Yeah, it's a little mm-hmm. boy. Yep. Like, I know we're both creeped out about this cat right now. <laughs> but, like, uh, also, like, what are you doing? The, the, the book. The book said that there was a thing. The book says there's probably a murderer in this house. It's probably the little boy. <laughs> what? Yeah. Let's just wait for Sleece, you know? As you say that, jump back over. <laughs> um, so do, can I, like, we're going to start, well, Ren's going to start walking backwards, like, because he's, like, really creeped out. Yeah, uh, the boy is creepy. Sleece, Super creepy. Like, there's something not right with that boy. <laughs> you know that he can sleep. Oh. Um... <laughs> This boy is really nice. <laughs> and he's like, trying to, like, put it off like that. I mean, it's probably a gimme, but can I do a detect evil? He doesn't talk much. He never really has. Can I offer you some food? And he waves towards a table where there's like some bread and like a, like a particularly un- unappetizing looking cheese, some grapes. No, there wouldn't be grapes. That'd be lucky if he has, has apples. So, like, some apples. He's very um, lucky. Baron's really happy he's not on this trip. Now. <laughs> There's nothing here for you whatsoever. So, so Selyse accepts that, and as she walks by, she looks at the paper, and it's like, would she recognize the things that this boy huh? is drawing? Yeah, I mean, she's he, in addition to, like, drawing mouths over and over, again, there is the occasional, like, drawing of someone hanging. This boy, man. I'm telling you. <laughs> May may I ask a question, sir? Sure, ask away. Where's the boy's mother? She's passed. I'm sorry to hear that. Sorry. Did did he talk when she was still here? Our caravan was attacked a couple of years ago when we still used to travel and trade, and it was pretty brutal. I'm sorry. The boy was young, but he witnessed all of it. Oh, poor boy. We're just trying to get by here. We no. take any blessings you have to offer. Um, I'll, I will, before we leave, depending on what happens, I will give him some money. I was like, the, the things that he's drawing, um, are you not concerned about that? I'm just happy if the boy's awake and if the boy's out of bed, he was comatose for a long time. This is better, but not great. Um, can, what would happen if I tried to heal him? Oh, you can try. You can certainly try. Or detect evil. 
you want to, which one do you want to do? Oh. <laughs> Detectable. Detectable pings. Yeah, there's definitely an order of the operations <laughs> on that. <laughs> Super strong. It's not like, you know, a great, terrible evil like you experienced before, but it definitely pings. It's, it's soft and hollow, but it pings. Um, I know we just met, but there's something about your child. I don't want to pry against her because you've been very kind. I appreciate that. But was it a human that attacked your caravan? It was. It was bandits. Particularly nasty ones. And he pulls up his, his a pant leg and he's got like just a horrible scar where there was clearly an arrow in him. Oof. Yeah. Because I just kind of hold up my hand going, there's something malicious here. I'm doing the best I can. No, I don't I, know what I, you want me to do. May, may I attempt healing? Of course. Oh, yes, please. And he just looks incredibly like, like the whole time he's been kind of down, but like, like he gets a little excited and still he steps back. What do you want to do? Um, well, is it too late to really do anything with his leg? Yeah, yeah, the the legs as is. I mean, unless you did uh, restoration. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I don't know that well. <laughs> <laughs> Player knowledge does not have that yet. Right, yeah, um, exactly. So I, I'm just going to go sit, like, kneel by the boy and just mm-hmm. kind of, like, hold my hands out. I'm not going to touch him because I don't know. Yeah, sure. It's like I'm going to try to lay mm-hmm. hands on and see, can I do any kind of healing, any kind of dispersing this maliciousness that I feel? So you're kind of like, he just keeps drawing. Mm-hmm. You kind of lower yourself and you start to lay hands on him, right? He's drawing and drawing. And all of a sudden, boom, his eyes flare to yours and he grabs your wrists. <laughs> and like you guys are are connected for a, a moment. You can see 10 years in the future where he's a man looking exactly like the picture in that book. And you can see his arms around your throat and you can feel him choking. And then boom, you're, <laughs> you guys are back out of it. And he glares at you and he goes back to drawing. Oh. Should I run? Can I run up to her and just like make sure like what's going? On? Like sure. Like grab the kid. Like what are you doing? And he's like he's like, and and then the father walks in. He's like Jeremy, go back. And Jeremy runs back and like gets behind the uh, curtain. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Perhaps it's best if you all leave. Are you okay? No. Because he's a boy, but what he will grow up to do is very wrong. What did you see? I just, I look at the father and I keep looking at Rin going, sir, your, your son has been affected deeply by what he witnessed. I have no doubt. And I'm doing the best I can. I'll bring him to Temple more. I'll, I'll do what I can. I thank you for your efforts. I think you need to keep a very careful eye on him and maybe move back to town. This is all we can afford. Moving isn't an option. I barely get by as is and get food on the table. This is all I got in life. So Celise, you know, is doing okay. So she reaches in and gives him three gold. That's a huge amount. Mm-hmm. That's like one third of a cow. That is a very good deal. And he's very thankful. And he then turns to you and as he takes the gold, he holds your hand for a moment. And he was like, if you really want to help, come back. Come back and talk to the boy again. Pray with him again. Bring the divinity of your God down upon him and help him show him the path. He's going to need it in, in not very long. 
he's going to come to a bad end, so you need to take care of him. Would you talk to the church in Waterdeep? Of course. Thank you, then. Thank you. That would do a great help. I've been petitioning them with no answer. Of course. What is your name, good sir? Yeah, oh, shoot. Is 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 named Zhu, Z U H, and the father is named Naral, like a narwhal. Yeah, sure, <laughs> but N O R O L. So are we like about to walk out? Yeah. Okay. So Ren, like after hearing the story, is like feeling like really like kind of emotional because like you know he's lived his whole life like by himself. He like reaches his pocket. And he's like, for what it's worth, I don't really do this, but um, here's some gold. <gasps> How much do you give him? Oh, what? Three? Wow. Three as yeah. well, just to like, yeah, wow. Two thirds of the way to a new cow. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's incredibly thankful. It's like, thank you so very much. And anytime you all passed here, you both are welcome in my home. And as you guys close the door, the kid's head snaps up again and he just glares until the door is completely shut. <laughs> we need to come back and visit this child. Yeah. So, so as you guys hear them walk something. out onto the porch. So what you see when you walk out is, um, so Ash is trying to still unlock the window because she doesn't know that you guys are <laughs> And Chips, because like they're linked, like Chips thinks that he knows how to unlock the window too. So Chips is on Ash's head, like with his paws, like trying to touch the window. And I'm trying with like my fingers, trying to unlock it, like climbing into it as much as I can. Fortunately, it's a big wooden thing, so they can't see you. No. What are you guys so we're, oh, now we're walking out. Like, yeah. Yeah. See them. yeah. You guys hear them walk out onto the porch. Yeah. Oh, and then so then I stop and rest my hand. <laughs> oh, hey, guys. What were you doing? Nothing illegal. <laughs> we saw some scary stuff in there. What'd you see? Let, let's go back to the road. And- all right. Okay. So you all gather back up. It's only a couple minutes walk back yeah. out to the road. You two are there, you know, just chatting, having so, second breakfast. Yeah, yeah we're definitely eating. Absolutely. <laughs> Shaka, I told you, I says, look, look at that cabin in the woods. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, folks. Uh, well, <laughs> this was Rivals of Water. <laughs> you guys get back to the wagon and start to greet each other. You can hear the galloping and he comes cresting over the hill just perfectly on time. Roland? Yeah. There was nothing. What? There like, not nothing? at all? There was nothing. I don't know. A couple of the soldiers responded too. We don't know if it's a prank or if someone fired, where they are, there's looking, but as far as you can tell, nothing. Okay, can I roll, um, would I roll to figure out if he's lying or not? Oh, uh, roll uh, insight or insight. perception. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I'm no, gonna not roll. perception. What do you roll? Insight. 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 Okay. All right, so I got a 10. Yeah, I mean, you know, he seems to be very straightforward. He doesn't really fluctuate much. This guy's okay. a pretty by-the-books soldier, okay. and he seems to just be reporting the facts. All right, sweet. All right, you guys continue on. Yeah, Salisa's is just kind of still creeped yeah, out. Like, yes. uh, yeah, you, yeah, your faith has been continuously tested for like oh days in a row. Yeah. Okay. Salisa's like, I need some yeah. prayer. Yeah, <laughs> right. No, I, I do want to ask them like anything that me and PU need to know about, guys? Went on in the. Just. We no? saw some really scary stuff. <laughs> like, we saw some really scary stuff inside. There was a man and his son, and. The, the boy was just drawing, like, all these crazy things, and he grabs Elise, like, by her throat, and... and I, the I, boy I, did that? Yeah. 
Well, you didn't see that. Oh, I didn't see no, that. No, that happened in. in oh, her mind. oh, I didn't see like. Yeah, okay. exactly. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, you just saw the boy grab her hands. Okay. All right. Um, you got, you have to tell him what happened. So the the book, the picture we saw. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's the boy that lives there. It hasn't happened yet. So it was warning us. Oh, that boy's gonna grow up to be a bad person. Yes. Um, he witnessed his mother's murder. Oh, yeah. And he's not okay, but we gave him gold. And Ren, I'm really proud of you. Wait, Ren gave gold? Hold on. Ren gave gold. I be good what type sometimes. of evil child is yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, it, was, it was hard because this child is clearly affected by what happened. And this man is struggling alone. So we each gave him a little gold so he can at least get better food, get help from the city. When we get there, I need to check in the temple about them. Okay, cool. All right, you guys continue on. Before we leave, yeah. uh, I want to take the end of my arrow and kind of um, mark a symbol of uh, the elven archers that yeah. like um, you know, I trained with. Uh, so they know that this is a safe place and to watch over yeah. that area. 100%. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. And they would know that immediate e- immediately. Yeah. Perfect. All right. You know, take inspiration. They, you guys continue on and it's quiet for the rest of the trip. Traffic is definitely getting more busy now. And there's several wagons coming this way from the road. And there's also several scouts. These are teams of scouts now that are coming south. And every time they come up to him and he gives them a quick briefing and they nod and they continue on because clearly the word's gotten out from the first, from the first guy who ran back at full speed. Right. So as you are traveling, the Zun Bridge comes into view. There's a wide river, uh, the Dis- the Dis- the Dasarian River, that is deep and cold and fast. That is the main barrier between the South and Water Deep. And there's this thick, blocky stone bridge that has a keep off the side of it. And what they will do is that there's a garrison there at all times, but they will also, in times of trouble, lock down the bridge, have everyone go into the keep, be thoroughly inspected, and then come back out. And that's definitely what they're doing now. And as you are, as it comes into view, you all hear a loud screech, like a screech roar, right? Like a screech that falls into a roar. And then, boom, this griffin soars overhead, maybe 30 feet tall with a rider on it. Clearly a water deep uh, scout as well. And it just does a lazy circle over you and then soars back towards the bridge. Wow. Do you think they have classes? (laughs) 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 And uh, Roland would turn to you and say, there are three such creatures stationed at this bridge. They use them for for reconnaissance. They will alert them that we are coming. And he had saluted the soldier and the soldier had saluted back. So it's a good exchange. So you guys just continue to the uh, bridge. There's lines of wagons lined up. So as you're coming, you're, you're, you're now about 400 feet from the beginning of the bridge. By the time you hit the line, there's maybe four or five dozen wagons. And then just people lined up in a long line. People have clearly been here for a while. As you pull up, you see several horses leave the main uh, the main uh, garrison. And as they're running down the bridge towards you, there's like pairs of guards that are stationed all the way along the bridge. And as they run pack, they 
order. They just kind of do a, a hand movement and those guards break off and those guards break off and those guards break off to the time they get you. There's like four people on horseback and a dozen heavily armored soldiers. That are coming to get us? Well, they're coming towards you. Uh, this is like a checkpoint. Sorry. Yes. Yeah. So okay. It's a large bridge that's also that's also fortified. Gotcha. It's the only way across this river. So they they keep it uh they keep it guarded at all times, gotcha. and now it's under heavy lockdown because they got word from what's happening down south. Okay. Um. So I'm gonna ask Roland. Um. Roland, is there anything we should be concerned about? Then? And Roland has like straightened himself up, and he's yeah. kind of like gotten to the front. He's clearly presenting, and he's like. Stand where you are, keep your hands visible, do not touch your weapons. So I do that. I stand where I am and I do this. <laughs> and he just kind of looks That's and he's your... just like, no, 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 not necessary. Just <laughs> relax. I pictured chips on his hind legs. Like, Doing yeah. this thing, yeah. <laughs> We're both trying. Yeah, so someone just says, just relax. So she's trying to relax, but right. it's like that like exaggerated, like I can't. I don't know how to relax, but right. I'm trying really, really hard. So it's like, it's kind of an anxious, like. Celise <laughs> <laughs> just pats on the shoulder. It's okay. <laughs> so they come galloping and they're kind of galloping uh, slowly to let the soldiers keep up. And they yeah. gallop up. The soldiers form a ring all around you. They've all got halberds, but they're not pointing them at you. They just got them at the ready. And two would look like paladins dismount. And uh, actually, hang on, you would know them. So they are paladins of, they're not tier. I've lost it. Okay, well, they are, they are paladins. Uh, let's say uh, paladins of the dawn. So they uh, walk towards you and they nod to acknowledge, uh, to acknowledge you. We have heard much about your journey. Please stand to be identified. So I stand up straight. And they both, like one walks behind, like they, if you guys are in a line, right? One steps to the front, one steps to the back, and they start walking down the line. They both put their hands up, and they just keep moving, right? They keep moving, go to you, go to you, go to the mayor, and Melanie, straight, you know, straight <laughs> up, you know, kind of, right? And she's ready, goes to you, goes to you, and then they get to you. Watch the robes. And their eyes go wide. and. Both of them take a step back and go to their swords. This one. Remove your hat, sir. Take it off. And they see the horns and then boom, all these halberds come up, right? What is the problem here? The touch of the demonic is upon you and the paladins take a step back and a woman dismounts from the horse and she's younger and she's dressed in long black robes and carries a black staff and she has a copper coin held between her fingers. And she walks up to you. Will you allow me to search your thoughts? If you give me a, can you give me a reason as to why you are? So that we can be sure you are not in line with the demon. Okay. So I know tieflings are always uh, stereotyped in this way, but I'm with a crew that can vouch for me. Hold on. I'm, I'm traveling with him. And all of you could have been misled. No. This is the Prince of Demons and the Prince of Lies, and we must make sure. If you're going to search his thoughts, you have to search all our thoughts. Hold and on. it puff up. <laughs> Very Ash. well. But we, will, but we will start with him. This is a violation. We it just finished the, fighting. This is unjust. This I appreciate both of those concerns, and I apologize in advance if it is. 
but it is also necessary, and if you wish to pass, we must do this. Shaka, if you don't want to do this, Perrin Underbone can take care of this for everyone. And Salicious gives him a look like don't even think about it. I want to roll an insight on the soldiers that are around us right sure. now to see, I want to get a sense on like how they're feeling right now. They see tons of people all day long. Absolutely. Like I want to see how they're reacting to this. Ooh, nat 20. Nat 20. They are tense. Oh. You can see even through the tiny slits in their metal helms, you can see their eyes darting about, looking for confirmation from each other, waiting for something to step off. Okay. okay. Can I uh, roll charisma to try to convince? Ooh. Sure. Let's, let's try it. Why not? Right, so, one, 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 okay. <laughs> so she, she for a second puts it down and she looks at you and she says, I understand. I recognize this is a violation. I recognize that your people and your kind are pigeonholed and are pegged with this frequently. And I have known, and she kind of looks off to the right. I have known your kind and they have been most kind to me. I assure you, this will not harm you. And if you speak truth, we will be done momentarily. But it is my duty and I must do it. Hmm. Yeah, 20 can't do it. She's fully convinced, but she yeah. can't break her orders. There's nothing she yeah. can do. She's just boxed in here. Salisa's so is going to come over and stand next to Shaka just in case. Sure, of course. Totally. It's like, yeah. I've given you my word and I'm going to watch you. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Uh, yeah, I got to go through it. So, okay. okay. So she nods and she places the fingertips on your chest that are holding the coin. And you just feel like her, like you feel tendrils in your mind as she begins to snake her way into your thoughts. And thoughts are flashing in your mind. And then all of a sudden you realize that she's going to figure out about your patron. So, you're like, oh, and you like try and rush a thought to your surface. So roll me a wisdom save. I want to know what this thought is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 16. What, what strong memory that is either painful or joyous do you throw to the front to keep her busy? Okay, so I, um, I throw the, uh, the uh, memory of when I first received my white robes. Okay. Because, yeah, yeah. Because I grew up that. sort of like wearing very tattered clothing. Um, and this was the first time that I actually had something that was, that I felt was, you know, kind of worthy of, of what I felt my status in the world is. Awesome. Awesome. So she goes through that event. And again, you, you like, like she's clearly moved by it. And it, and it does keep her busy for a moment. And you can kind of like, you feel like you're inside yourself looking out at her. And then all of a sudden, Everyone's gone. Every, you're just standing alone in the middle of the high road. Everything has vanished before you. Mm. What? Where is everyone? You look up and there is a bubble above you. The same dome like you saw before, but far smaller, maybe 500 feet in every direction. And it's lowering and forms around you. And as you turn, there is this 
large, long, intricate dining table before you with seating, with like place settings for 12, even though there's only one high back chair nearest to you, but there's fine food spread all around it. At the far end, a pedestal and an ornate glass bowl with a gold lattice rim holding a single large goldfish. Oh, this is a trick. What did that woman do to me? Won't you join me? You can hear the voice radiating in your head and you just know it's the fish, but it also feels incredibly familiar. And you know, this is your patron speaking to you. Oh my God. Oh, I'm okay. So, so like I immediately kind of bow. Um, I'm, I'm sorry to have disturbed you. Oh, oh, a great one. What, you what have, have you called not me disturbed me. I am defending myself, protecting the thoughts of me that are in your mind. And he points up and like on the edge of the shimmering bubble, you can see her, you know, like touching you and oh. you can see your thoughts that he's generating to keep her busy over oh, and over sweet. and just keeping her off this area, completely protecting this part of your mind from her seeing into it. Nice. Well, I can't have them knowing about our little bargain, can we? My servants are no good when their throats are cut. And you see a couple of bubbles pop out of the goldfish's mouth. Oh, well, well, thank you so much, patron. Um, this is one reason why I, why I chose to serve you, because I heard tales that you protect your servants during times of uh, duress. So thank you so much. Is there anything I could do to make you feel more comfortable? Maybe refill your bowl? There is one (laughs) thing you could do. And he jumps into the air. Well, the goldfish leaps into the air and splashes back down. And this torrent of water, far too large for the bowl, far too large of a splash for the goldfish to have made, like a wave crashes down on you and your eyes burn. It's this searing, horrible pain. You drop to your knees and you push yourself up and there's a puddle right in front of you. And you can see that your eyes are now this dark gray and they're like smoldering coals for a minute as they fade into this like just dark gray ash. And then there's total darkness all around you and you realize you can still see in complete and total darkness. And then you're back out of it. And she's the wizard is removing her fingers from your, your chest looks completely exhausted and nods to the rest of them. What he says is true. There are no lies hid. They are noble. And they all kind of nod and the soldiers like, you know, go back and, they wave you on through, and they have an es- they have an escort right down the bridge to take you straight to Waterdeep. Okay, but I'm as we're going, I'm still like yelling back at this person, like <laughs> you shouldn't need to do that to like. <laughs> yeah. She listens and 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 she nods and she raises a hand and you know goes back to her duty. Knack Knack is like also following them as they're walking, but mm-hmm. like the soldiers, he's like, mm. yeah, little chips is walking yeah. down like. Yeah. 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 She makes a very rude hand gesture, which means the curse of tears. No, fair. No, they screwed with you guys. It's fair. Yeah. No, I, I I appreciate you guys for all have have for um have my back. Unfortunately, you know. Growing up as a tiefling, I'm kind of used to this, but I thought that it would be over, you know, when I'm with the crew and we're fighting and we're doing good. But unfortunately, um, you know, this might still happen. So um, 
you know, I just want to apologize in advance if it's going to, you know, um, burden us all as a team to have me. And I understand if you guys might want me to go off on my own. I've been no, on my own no, for a while. No. Honestly, um, but, you are not in charge of other people's perceptions, shitty perceptions of you. We like you and we're your friends and they don't matter. You matter. So whatever. You're you're on our crew. Dynamic duo, right? Or was it like? Triple Yeah, it was like triple threesome. Excellent. Is there anything else you guys are doing during this last leg of your journey to the city? Um, I ask where the temple is. Inside the city? So it'd be the Hall of Justice where you well, yes. yours is anyway. Is there another temple you'd want to go to? Well, the one that the gentleman went That's what he was trying for, because okay. that would be their most powerful uh, priests and their, you know, the, the most knowledge and ability to, to, in finances, frankly, to be able to extend themselves to something like this. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Excellent. So you guys are heading in. It, uh, by, the, by, by the time you get to Waterdeep, you are exhausted. Uh, the sun has set. Uh, there is, again, a huge backlog of people trying to get in because they've shut the main gates and they're separating people from their wagons, letting the people in through one door and taking the wagons around for, you guess, further ins- inspection. Uh, Roland rides, rides on ahead, talks to some soldiers, rides back, and then escorts you around the line until you get to the front there are some soldiers there they greet you we'll need your wagon it'll be safe it'll be returned to you we simply need to inspect it wait i ride in this we appreciate that we will let you in through a side door your wagon will be any like Shows you like on a little map, like where the stables are, you where the royal stables are, where you can pick it up tomorrow morning. Here's your little chit. <laughs> uh, your tip will be considered when we come back for this ballot. <laughs> <laughs> this guy glares at you, like glares down at you. Like, All right, sir. And he hands you the little piece of paper. Thank you very much. All right. Another guy jumps into the wagon. It's like Ferris Bueller's Day Off. <laughs> The mileage on this wagon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm trying to like put it in reverse. <laughs> <laughs> the horse backwards. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so you're led into a side door, that a different side door than the other ones. There's two guards out, outside of it. They nod and they knock and they open the door. You step into a room with more guards in it and a central like stone column in the middle of this tower. One of the guards nods, puts his hand on this on this stone pillar and drags it to the right and a door just appears and opens up and there's a spiraling staircase down about two stories and torches just well i guess we need to go that way you go first (laughs) (laughs) well okay yeah. All right. And I so, follow suit. Yeah. Actually, so you and Bear are just proudly mounted. <laughs> yeah, cool. Yeah. All right. So you guys are escorted down. There's two more guards at the bottom in front of one more door. They knock a different knock. There's a from inside and a woman's voice enter. And the door swings open. 
Yeah, yeah, just yeah. walk right in, going. I guess. Yeah. Does this does this feel like very specific to us only, right? Yeah. Yeah, there's no oh. way they did this for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Like, like this door wasn't open for anyone else. You were the first people this door is open for. So it's definitely just you guys. Okay, that makes sense. Cause yeah. I was like, is this just how people get into water yeah. deep? Yeah. <laughs> Four month backup, Several. man. So here's a personal interview with every person. Yeah. No. So inside is a stone room, 40 feet on all sides, rung with copper lanterns and bookshelves. In the middle of the opposite at wall are a series of maps. The largest are of Waterdeep, the Sword Coast, and one that depicts the entirety of Faerun. Below the Waterdeep map are three smaller maps that appear to show areas beneath the city. I'd have you uh, all roll an intelligence check and tell me who gets above 12. Woohoo! Mm. Uh, right. Whoever got above 12, you recognize that these look unfinished. Okay. That there's parts that appear to be missing, like it doesn't really connect up, and clearly, like this is what they know of now. But there's a very intricate series of mazes and tombs and systems, and there's a whole town beneath water, uh, beneath water deep. And you all have heard of this. There's always been rumors about this, but it's all kind of laid out in piecemeal, right? And then the and this is all just painted onto the wall, so it's this ivory marble that's been painted with these maps, and there's tiny little peg holes everywhere in it and in several of these holes in the map have been placed like a red like little dowel or like a like like a little piece of wood that's been painted red or one's green or one's blue or one's white or one's gray and they're just all marked all over all the maps in the middle of the room is a woman standing before seven empty chairs she's human six feet tall with straight silver hair cut in a bob that just brushes the top of her mithril pauldrons a large sword rests on the, on the table behind her glowing pale with a blue light you immediately recognize her as l'oreal silverhand she is the open lord of Waterdeep. Waterdeep has a lord's council all the lords are anonymous they wear masks at every meeting no one knows who who they are. One, to protect them, frankly, from each other. And two, because they can't be bought. If no one knows who to bribe, you can't mm -hmm. buy them off. So, but one of them serves as the open Lord because someone has to be the face of the yeah. city. And that's who's standing before you right now. It's like if you guys were on the edge of Chicago and the cops escorted you in and they went to a basement super office and all of a sudden Rami Manuel <laughs> standing there before you. Oh. Nah, I'm good. Wow. Well, you know her you. as a fair and just ruler. Her reputation <laughs> precedes her. Yeah. <laughs> no. No. So I, I greet her, you know. Greetings. And she gestures to the seven seats, one for all of you and one for the mayor. Um, all right. It's all right. I take a seat. Excellent. I take a seat. I don't know what you guys are waiting for. Yeah, I take a seat. And Chips is in my lap. And he looks at one of the seats like, man. <laughs> We need to know what has happened, and we wish to know it from your lips. Who wants to start? <laughs> um, I will kind of give her the backstory of what's yeah. happened and explain our unfortunate encounter with the young lord who blamed us for his brother's death. Oh, so you, just, you just tell him everything. Well, to a degree. Right. Everything that the... That that the soldier would have witnessed, right? right. Yes. Yeah, 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 right, gotcha. I'm not telling everything. I'm no, a, no, no. I, I got this evil book and blah, blah, blah. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. Contracted. It screams a lot. I don't I, know. And I just sit there kind of like going, 
please don't scream. Please. <laughs> <laughs> also, interesting that when those two clerics passed by you, or when those two paladins passed by you, the book didn't ping. You know it's evil. You know it radiates strong evil, and they didn't detect it. So I'm kind of like, oh, what am I carrying? Mm-hmm. All right, so she goes through the entire thing with you, and she nods. And she's like, this is quite troubling and has disturbed us in a very unfortunate time. I feel and know that there's a purpose for your being involved. I don't know what it is yet, but I shall instruct my people to stay out of your way. It means I also cannot help you. Any assistance I give will be well noted. Well, there must be something you can leave us with that isn't really assistance. Yes, can, can we inspect your maps without your assistance? Technically, she you wouldn't be helping. Turns to the table behind her and pulls open a narrow drawer, and she retrieves paper versions oh. of all the maps, and oh, she yeah. hands them to you. These are most valuable and would be unfortunate in the wrong hands. Well, luckily, these are not the wrong hands to have these maps. This is what I hope. It's what I can promise. Is there anything else we can do? Do you know Mert? Mert's a money lender. Yeah, do you know like where he hangs out, like his favorite places? Like, does he have like, a restaurant? Or? Well, he has, of course. He mainly entertains in his home. Where's that? And she would literally look at one of the maps yeah. and point right there. Thanks. All right. While while this is happening, mm-hmm. uh, Knock Knock is staring at his map and yeah. also like looking back at the map that they have like on the wall. I would like you to roll a history check. Oh, right. I'm only rolling twenties and one. I know. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. That's it. Uh, you you just like like really trying yeah. hard. The, you can hear the gears turning, man, but you just can't put this picture oh, together. Man. You're not connecting what's going gotcha. on. Anyone else wanted to? Do that? Yeah, yeah, I'll do it. Yeah, sure. I'll do it too. <laughs> what? Oh, oh my god. god. You and Rid are like, it's just a game, right? Yeah, we're just playing tic tac toe. That's all it is. Fancy map. What is the modifier? I can't get out of the maze. So, as long as you beat a 16. Oh, okay. yeah, I'm 18. Okay. 16. No, I, so I, I, you I guys are kind of looking at it and you recognize a couple things. Like there's a gray peg right where the dome was in. Uh, Nightstone. There's another gray peg like off on one of these islands of Cholt. Like you've heard of it, but you've never been there. But you start piecing things together and you think you got the map figured out. So everywhere where there's a red peg, a battle has been fought because you recognize where you can line up where some of these fights have happened. Orange is where a large fire has broken out. Yellow is where new wealth has cropped up because you heard rumors about this mine in Fandelvin. I'm probably saying that right. But you heard rumors about a great wealth being found there and there's a yellow rod right in that. Green rods are clearly where the soldiers are set up. There's some blue ones where flooding has occurred. There's a white one. And you're not 100% sure what that is, but there's only one of them. And it's somewhere near Cormer, but you don't really know what that one is. There's a brown one that probably lines up with droughts. And then there's a black one where there's definitely lines up with plagues. Because there's also a, a black one in uh, Cholt. You all have heard something about a plague or a wasting disease that's been happening there, but you're not really sure. Not a lot of word has gotten out about it yet. And that's what the pegs represent. Cool. Okay. Um, I want to ask her, um, have you heard any rumors about dragons in our around Waterdeep? And she kind of glances. 
to all you to you both. And she's like, I have heard of the horde, if that's what you refer to. Somewhere, and she gestures to the maps behind you, somewhere down there is a great treasure and is rumored to be guarded by a dragon. Okay. Um, can you mark it on the map or show us? She didn't know. She just knows that, some, oh, they just know that somewhere in these catacombs, okay. you know, and clearly they're worried there's a lot of pegs in the catacombs. So it seems like they're working on it, but she didn't know. Okay. Are there, um, where I'm from, there's different factions and cities. Mm. Um, is there a particular one that you like or dislike? Most of them are not great. <laughs> yeah. The Xanathar runs his own group and she points to this underground city. He has much influence. The Black Hand, is it, okay, is it the Black Hand? Ooh, let me make sure I got that right. It's the Black Hand or something like that. So anyways, there's, there's another faction that's the Black Hand. All the lords have their own little games they play and anyone with money has some skin in the game. All right, all right. It's cool. like shifting factions all the time. It's a yeah. very complex city, but it's yeah. like New York. That's, you know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. You know, there's a mob. Right? Well, yeah, that's what I <laughs> wanted yeah. to suss out. Yeah, absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Um, are there any uh, tiefling communities in Waterdeep? Yeah, it's a big enough, uh, it's a big enough uh, uh, city in any group that would be marginalized okay. would definitely have their own places to hang out. Okay, so I want to tell her about my experience at the, at the border. Yeah, and she and she listens, and she mentions a bar called the Rusty Nail, where you'll probably find a good number of your kind. Okay, thank you. All right, anything else? Uh, can I roll an uh, investigation to see what there's anything besides her sword? There's a couple books and like a quill and ink and some papers where she's she's clearly been writing. Otherwise than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's it's pretty like she clearly keeps a neat Spartan thing. She likes right. order. You know, everything's lined up. Even the even the quill is perfectly perpendicular to her inkwell. You know what I right. mean? Like she keeps a clean house. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. Then she, uh, then 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 she just kind of like you know slaps her hand on the table. I should have I should have done that with yeah. the mic. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I was thinking. Sorry, guys. Sorry. She slaps her hand on the table. The door swings open. The guards come back in. They escort you back up the, uh, up the stairs through the secret door and now around to the other side of the city. And you are let out in the south ward. In the south ward. The south ward extends from the south entrance of the city along the two main roads north through the heart of Waterdeep. Situated next to the port and at the place where many caravans come in, the ward is a hotbed for the production of storage goods as well as the care of caravans, which is where your caravan is being taken care of right now. It is the home of the proletariat and the folks just one rung up the ladder from them, innkeepers, stable owners, smithy owners, and so on. Many travelers reside in the South Ward, which is safer than the Dock Ward. And the South Ward has become a, it's like a melting pot. Like when you first come to the city, that's where you're usually going to end up. So I want to go towards uh, one of the innkeepers. Mm. And I want to go towards one of the inns and talk to an innkeeper. Mel, do you want an inn? Because I've got an inn with an inn, says Melody. Oh. Well, <laughs> I uh, tell little jokes too. <laughs> <laughs> that, was, that was actually a pretty good one. I figured you'd appreciate uh, it. Uh, I have a cousin who owes me a great deal. You can take mm. us to your cousin? Mm, follow me. 
And okay. she's and she like seems a little more confident now that she's in the uh, city. I mean, she, she got this little town, and she's the mayor, but she likes being in a city. So she's walking a little straighter and mm-hmm. looking at all the shops, and just seems to be enjoying herself. So you guys walk freight a little bit, and you round a corner, and there is a there's a large three-story brick building with a walled courtyard filled with many winding paths, wooden benches, and just bushels of rose bushes. A fountain in the center is carved in the shape of a a jade rose, and water spills out from every petal into a low square basin around it. And it's very pleasant. There's like butterflies, which Chips is bounding after, (laughs) you know, everywhere. You walk up to the... uh, Front door, they're open, you know, wide open. There's a relatively busy evening, but it's quiet. Like, this isn't a rowdy bar. This is a place for tea and conversation, right? And you are met. uh, Her cousin is there, you know, looks, you know, not happy for a second, but brightens. Oh, of of course, cousin, please. Show it to a room. And you are brought to a lovely suite with many individual rooms, eight in total, so more than you actually need, facing a central like lounge area. And there's fresh water and food and everything brought to you. Um, Ash um, was born in like a, like a small, like a villagey type of thing. So this is the most like luxurious and fanciest thing she's ever like witnessed in her life. Yep. And people are offering her stuff and she's actually... She's usually like really like excited, but she's kind of like reserved it's much. and it's all, it's all overwhelming to yeah. her. And it is like tacky fancy. Yeah. So like there's too many scrolls. There's too much gold. There's too much everything. There's like eight types of silks on the bed. Like everything is way overdone to the point where it gets tacky, but it's still luxurious. All the yeah. pillows say jade rose on Everything's monogrammed. Absolutely. 100%. And Salisa's yeah. just kind of turning up her nose like, all of this pomp when there are people starving. Mm-hmm. 100%. Knock Knock is taking like <laughs> cucumber sandwiches and like smushing them all together. It's like, why do they make them so small? They could just have one big one. Like, it's just like crushing it. It's like water yeah. sandwich. He's just eating it. Yeah. <laughs> all right. Uh, yeah, Red is, yeah, Red is like, this yeah. is like his 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 area. Yeah. So it's just like all fancy. Like, yeah. right? like he doesn't know that everybody's like, hey. You've already got the slippers and bags. Yeah, yeah. All right. Um, Melanie goes right to a writing desk and pulls out her book and begins writing. And then she turns to the, the host that escorted you up and says, I will need a messenger. I will need three messengers. And nods and goes back down. She begins writing. We will have an appointment. I would say by tomorrow afternoon, I'm going to have to pull a lot of strings for this, but we'll, we'll get in. For the evening, I suppose you all should rest. Or if you want to try and get some more information, there's places nearby for that as well. Maybe you just need a drink. Who knows? Salise wants a bath. (laughs) No, there's a bath. There's a love. You can actually draw a bath in here. Ooh. Yeah, I'm going to take a bath. <laughs> what are the rest of you doing? I'm 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 gonna try to get some info because I'm still shaking up from the uh, Kraken dreams. Sure. Yeah, same. Where do you want to go? Uh, I'm gonna, I'm assume that this inn has a bar area. Yeah, yeah. yeah to, well, um, no. I mean, again, it's like it's like a tea room, right? I mean, it's very well, okay. yeah. a, a tavern. A, a, mm-hmm. What's the equivalent of a tea bar? Like a wine. 
Yeah, airing with the with the teapots. Yeah, I mean, yeah, 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 totally. Like, like it's like little, some kind of social fancy warrior. little tables, and all have like little joilies, <laughs> and everything is just so oh. posh oh, and, and pastels and white <laughs> okay. wrought iron. Right. So, so it's individual tables, so yes. I can't just like go up to a table and be. No, like, no, no. Hey, you guys. would sit at a table, and someone would come up to you. Okay. Yeah. All right. So, so, so yeah, I'm gonna. Who's going with Shaka? Mm. Uh, he's uh, leaving. He's he's going to he's, town. He's clearly going downstairs. Yeah, so yeah I'm, I'm gonna, gonna follow him. Yeah, yeah. I'm yeah I'll, I'll go down there with my. So we're gonna take a quick bath. <laughs> we're gonna go down with the I'm gonna find my uh, the Hall of Justice. All right, perfect. All right, perfect. So we're gonna hold on on that. You all go down upstairs and situate. It's really hard for you. These are not large, yeah. you know, chairs, <laughs> but you're kind of there. Try to be delicate, right? Mm-hmm. And there's like 18 glasses and things laid out before you. And if you touch anything, you're afraid it's all gonna fall over. You know. Yeah, uh, he's like what? five forks. I don't know which one's the fork you use to eat. We, we, people just can't. We had one fork. We had one. Sometimes. We shared it. Yeah. Yeah. Hello. Greetings. How may I help you? We have, and he goes and he starts to launch into his seventeen T T list. But I'm assuming you interrupt him. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. I would like uh, tea number four, please. No, I anticipated that to happen to have it right here. So it's pouring the tea. What can I assist you all with? Knock is like, like, listening to like all the tea mm-hmm. like, things and, yeah. he, and he's like he's never been in like a big city before no. uh, he's never had like so many things to choose from and like it's too much and he's just like mix them all in one mix them all in one bowl and give me that oh oh you would like the special and he turns and he rolls his eyes and, like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and he pulls you a it's just tea. black yeah. <laughs> can I have your favorite tea and he pulls again, and everyone's got tea. Yeah, so yeah. I'll, I'll take a, a simple tea. And also, yes, um, I've heard of a place called the Rusty Nail. Are you familiar with <laughs> this? The corners of his mouth turned yes. down disapprovingly, but he quickly recovers. Oh, yes, it is a... Um, there's a there's an establishment nearby. There are others, though. I mean, there is the Lucky Duck, if you all feel like getting a good bet in. And if you'd like a fine pint of ale, there is... There is Gildros Tavern. Oh, I do like her. So there are options, but if you must go to the Rusty Nail, yes, it's. And he would lean down, and like there's like a little napkin, and he would like quickly kind of sketch out like where you guys are, and all of them are within like a 15 minute walk. And by the time he's done with that, let's say you finished your bath and have come down to join them. And she looks great. Positively. Unbelievable. Wow. P.U. <laughs> it's a wonderful invention called soap. Oh, uh, I've heard of it. <laughs> so I've it's, noticed. It's okay. So you have three options, it sounds yeah. like. Who wants to go where? All right, well, I think it's obvious. I'm going to the Rusty Nail. I got okay. to meet up with my teeths. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see what's going on. Anyone want to go to the Rusty Nail with Shaka? Yeah, I'm going to go with Shaka. Yeah, you and Shaka go in the Rusty Nail. Okay. So does anyone want to go to the Lucky Duck? I want to go to the Lucky Duck. Yeah, I had yeah. a feeling. Yeah. 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 Okay. Sure somebody go with Rin. Can I keep the road? I'll go with Rin. We're doing it. Yeah, sure. Okay, yeah. Yeah. okay so you two are going to yeah. the Lucky Duck. And yeah. then I imagine that leaves you two going to Gildor's Tavern, right? So 
Sorry, you and you would be going to Gildorf's Tavern. Salise and Nakak. Salise, sorry. Probably for the podcast, right? Salise and Nakak going to Gildorf's Tavern. Yeah, I'd be sure. And then tomorrow morning, I'll make sure I get to the to the Hall of Justice early. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so you guys, let's start with you all then, because it's nearest. There's a tall building with a massive front door and soaring ceilings made of surprisingly large laid stones. Like the, the, it, it's all just piled stones, but they're way too big for one person or possibly even two, two people to have, have carried. Inside is a single bar surrounded by round wooden tables with booths ringing the walls. And Gild and Gildroff, which is a female cloud giant, stands oh, behind wow. the bar towering over all the patrons. And she couldn't look happier to be where she is. There's other people working here as well, but she's clearly running the main bar. And she's got like all these little tools. Like she's got like a little stick that she lines things up on and she's got tiny little, you know, you know, bottles for like with big thumb handles so she can do every, every everything. And she seems to delight in making these tiny, tiny little tricks. <laughs> Welcome. <laughs> Welcome. Hello. Hello. Um... Oh, hello there. I didn't see you. Welcome. You look new. Um, yeah. Um, whoa. Uh, wow. Um. Oh, you're so small. What? You're all so small and beautiful. What can I get you? I have many tiny drinks. Yeah, I'll take... A tiny drink. I like look over at Celise. Like, what's a tiny drink? You know, like, it's just a small drink. It's okay. Oh, I'm so. What's like? And and then you start to sit, and she's like, Oh, I believe that chair. And she points to the chair right next, uh, right next to it. Oh, you look best in that one. Um, okay. And I like look over at Celise, and I'm like, I feel like I'm in a dollhouse right now. <laughs> yeah. I feel like I'm in a dollhouse right now. And like, oh, I said, that is so so she's like there's a lot of people who are obsessed with doll houses right yeah. so imagine that there's this cloud giant who's obsessed with tiny houses and tiny buildings and tiny things but the dolls are real that's true and they'll yeah. come to her and they'll play that's with her true. are you yeah. kidding me she's thrilled yeah so wow. like if i built like an elaborate like house for mice and then the mice actually show up and yeah, want to talk to me yeah. and hang out. I'd be like, you're gonna look so cute in that chair. Yeah. <laughs> Couldn't be happier every uh, single evening. Okay, she lines up with drinks and a little bit of food and the cost is cheap. It's like five silver. So she's clearly keeping the cost down. She just wants people here. It's okay. We can just sit down. Oh awesome. So there's like a drink in front of me yeah. or okay. Yeah. I imagine it's like a it's big still a little bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I start drinking it. And, how long have you been here? Oh, well, I opened up a couple of years ago. I never really was comfortable around my kind. Yeah. She looks a little sad for a second. But, but, I, but I, I am here now. And tell me, what has brought you here? Like, look over at Elise. Like. Um, a bit of adventure. Ah, I see you are a believer of Torm. I mean, not Torm, sorry. Tear. Tear, thank you. I see you are a follower of, of, of Tear. You keep us safe and Guard the roads and protect our hearts. Appreciate that. And she hands you another drink. Thank you. I myself follow the goddess Lyra. She's always, the lady Lyra has always been good to me. She came to me when I was with my others, when I was so sad and so alone. And she told me to come here and open this a place. And she gestures beyond the bar. And as you look over, there's like, all along the inside, there's like a shrine. There's candles and flowers and things that would bring joy all lined up around the bar. What, what happened to you, the others? 
the oh, they're fine, I suppose. I don't talk to them, but you know, they're where they are, making rules, being boring. Oh. And we're gonna hold right there for a second. So we're gonna jump over to the rusty nail. Yeah. There is a low gray building with no windows and a front entrance guarded by a pair of thugs. The rusty nail is a known meeting place for the unsavory among water deep. And there are like people kind of like, like one guy in front of you has gone in and he walks up and he says something to them and they're not gonna let him in, but he slips them some gold and they wave him in. And you guys are next. Okay. Hey. Hey, uh, we're, we're just... Uh new to the town and just like checking out some like local places. Can we can great? We and he tells you about three other places. Okay. But we really want to go here. Yeah. This isn't for you. P uh, Shaka, Shaka, please, please allow me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I'm going to roll intimidation on this guy. Oh, wow. wow. Yes. All right. No bar fights. Yet, P. Yeah. Uh, so it's 16. Okay. So I wrote it too. So, right. so sometime in this guy's life, man, some sh- the, like, like he's just got to fear short people. He's got to fear it. So like the whole time he's like, like trying to talk to you, but he keeps looking over at you and he's really uncomfortable. So, um, listen, I know, um, my friend Shaka here has done a lot of speaking, but you really, you really have no idea who he is. <laughs> Do you see those white robes? He looks over at the and white then, robes. And then, and then I just kind of look like this. <laughs> Doesn't it really surprise you that his robes are so white? Well, most people around here don't look that clean. No yes. one in here looks that clean. Yes. I'm telling you, this isn't the place. You know what? Just go. Just go. And he opens exactly. the door and he lets you all in. <laughs> Thank you very much. And I'm like, wow, you are actually useful, man. Yeah. And so it is like dark and dingy inside. There's a lot of people clustered over their beer. Everyone's kind of like either they're guarding their own space or they're in a booth in the back guarding that. No one is open. No one looks ready for conversation. What are you guys doing? Uh, so I go, I, I tell a parent that I'm going up to the bartender mm-hmm. um, to buy a drink and try to get some info. Uh, does that mean you're buying me a drink as well? Uh, are we on a date, parent? <laughs> <laughs> if we are, then we're going Dutch. Okay. Uh, well, I, I did get you in without having to pay a cover. Oh, good point. Okay, I, I do owe you a drink then, but tell no one of this. <laughs> It'll be our secret. Okay. So you two stride over to the bar, and there's a particularly haggard, like, like you know, it's like, it's all balding in the front, but it's long and stringy, and he's got a, you know, a scar along one cheek, probably in his 50s, human, What? Okay. Hey, what's 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 the uh, what's the drink that you would recommend to a person that's new to Waterdeep? Ale. Ale. That's kind of boring. You don't have any 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 kind of whiskey. Okay. Now we're talking. Okay. Pulls this like dingy bottle out, puts two mismatched shot glasses in front of you, and pours two whiskey, two okay. silver. Okay. So I give him three silver. Mm. Okay. Thanks. Mm, um, thanks. It's a f- decent tip. Yeah. yeah. And it was fifty percent. Yeah. going to hunt the roof. Yeah. Yeah. No, fair enough. <laughs> um, okay. Um, so so um, you know so I I continue talking t- to the barkeep and like I say like okay so um, we're in in from town. Mm-hmm. Um, 
just like wondering, um, have you guys heard um, about what's going down in Nightstone? And he, he just kind of looks around. What you? What do you know? Roll persuasion. Too late. He <laughs> just clamps down and he's like, drink your drinks and get out. And he walks to the other end of the bar. There's other people in the bar, but he's clearly got nothing to do with you anymore. Uh, uh, is, is there, uh, is there someone like playing music? Is no, there, is, no, is, but there are like people close, like there's people on the bar next to you and around okay. you. Uh, roll a, roll a perception check actually. Perfect. Ooh. 20. Nice. You see like two seats down, there's a dwarf and you just see the tip of a flute sticking out from his robe oh. before he shuffles and tucks it back in. Okay. So I walk over to the flute player. Mm-hmm. And I say, hello, my good man. And he looks at you with two bleary eyes. And he takes his ale, nods, and he drinks it and puts it down. Phil, you don't recognize me? And he looks back at you. I don't know, halflings. What you need? Come on. The, the famous Pernandebo from the South. Roll persuasion. Deception, <laughs> <laughs> right? Oh, uh, yeah. well, no, he so you start talking for a while and he's a little drunk and he starts talking to you back and he starts to give you a little bit of information. And this is all the information he gives you. He, you talk about this and you talk about gold. I'm so right. you got to right. bait him right. a little yeah, bit. Yeah. Right. So he's like, there's a lot of tension between the black network and the Xanathar and folks around here are afraid of it turning bloody real quick. So the two main factions that work in the city under belly seem to be gearing up against each, each other. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, uh... You know what they're looking for? What are they looking for? He looks around. He looks around. He's like, gold. There's a hoard of gold buried somewhere underneath Waterdeep. More than one powerful faction is on the hunt for it from what I hear. Now, uh, do you happen to know where we can find said gold? You think I'd be here if I knew where you could find that kind of gold? Well, you would attempt to do it, but you need a team. Well... Tricky, because this is what I've heard. And then he gets real low and he leans in real close. The gold belonged to a lord. He embezzled it and hid it from the city, locked it away in a vault deep underground. He used magic. He used a magic stone. And here's where it gets tricky. His magic stone took the memories out of his head, and the memories out of all the heads of his men who helped him make it and put him in the stone. See, even he doesn't know where it is. Apparently, you got to find that stone, and that's what people are on the hunt for. And uh, how are they hunting? Is there a treasure map? There's just one word, galore. Galore? And that's it. Oh, what a fabulous word. (laughs) Anyway, Eddie kind of pushes himself up and barely stands up. Frank? It was really good to see you. And he taps you <laughs> on the shoulder and he goes stumbling out of the bar. And at this point, like the bouncers, like like the bartender is like motion to the bouncers and it's clear that you guys are going to be asked to leave. So mm-hmm. what are you doing? Well, uh, I don't know if you've had a chance, Shaka, to run into some other tieflings. Yeah. Sorry, good. But, but I think our time at the Rusty Nail is coming to a close. Okay, uh, so I'm going to... 
Can I do a quick check to see if there's any other T Sure. Perception? Roll a perception. Yep. All right. So sixteen. Tonight there aren't. There actually aren't. There are no. Not that you can see. There don't seem to be any other tieflings here. Maybe it's not tiefling night. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> There's no other tieflings there. That's, that's, that's true. I, I, I didn't get offered like a tiefling. <laughs> yeah. 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 Two for tieflings. You guys just head out. Um, I mean, so. I feel like we got some great information. Right. Which I'm sure he would tell you right away, right? right? Yes. yes. Yeah. Oh, he would definitely tell me. <laughs> um, and because I don't notice any other uh, tieflings in there that I feel like would give me the real dirt. Right. Um, we, we just had a... This, this, well, this guy did seem real honest, though. Before, before we leave... Mm-hmm. Um, I don't like the cut of the bartender's jib. Sure. So I want to roll sleight of hand yeah. to take the whiskey. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> roll sleight of hand. Uh, you're going to beat him. 21. Yeah, you're going to beat him. All right, Ooh. so you're like, you know, Pan Underberg does not stay. Where he's not welcome. And you guys head out. Yes. Now to the lucky duck. It is a gambling hall with a narrow, long bar running through the length of it, separated by a lane of crimson marble for the host to bring food and drink to the the more than two dozen tables. And a variety of games are being played here. There's Tamora's Favor, which is a dice game, right? There is Abathor's Gambit, which is a card game. And there's the Run of Merseth, or the Run of Luck, translated from its original Dwarven, where there are five lizards in little cages along the back. And then there's this little maze where they run down this long table and whoever gets to the front uh, wins. And the little cages have names on them. The lizards this night are called Pitter Patter, Fleet Feet, Fly Swatter, Zoomers, and Tiny Dragon. (laughs) (laughs) Tiny Dragon. Um, before we step in, I go chips backpack just so. Yeah, the chips are like like little head up and then yeah. nods and then down, and you can see little fox eyes. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm taking um, Ren's cue and just kind of trying to compose myself and just walk in like yeah. I this belong like, there. Like, just follow my performance. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, okay. Not often. Uh, 10? Yeah. So you walk in, you're all striding, and you go to throw your cloak down, and it catches on your shoulder, and you're like, it's stuck. (laughs) And try to get your arm out. And they look at Rin. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Men's roll. Yes, perfect. And then I do one of these. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So can we, like, go to, like, the card game? Yeah, sure. Okay. So you want to go play some cards? Yeah, then you want to race some lizards? Yeah. 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 All right. So let's go. So you all, you take a um, seat next to three others at the ab- at one of the tables for Abathur's Gambit. As you do, though, as you walk up to it, you notice there's another table in the back mm-hmm. that looks really fancy. And there's like a velvet rope and there's a couple of attendants back there. And there clearly is a high rollers table on the back. What's See that over there? there? You think we should go over there? Yeah, 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 yeah. And so, like, Ren gets up, is like, all oh, my lead, and starts, like, walking. And like, just, he's, like, throwing his <laughs> yeah. gold in the air, like, trying yeah. to, like, be, like, a badass. So, was, so, so I'm doing that, too. I'm trying to copy him, but it's really bad. And I don't have gold. I have a rock. <laughs> <laughs> just a random, just a random rock. Yeah. So you all walk up, and the host kind of nods. He's like, well, no gold here. This is the high rollers table. Magic items only forbidding. 
But do you not know who we are? Yeah. No. Also, magic items. <laughs> <laughs> um, you think so? Ren is like trying to figure out a way to like get in the game, and he's like, "Okay," and like he turns around, and he's like, "Okay, yeah, we gotta figure this out." All right. Does anybody in this room have a magic idol we can take? <laughs> can we like walk around and see? Well, you know, how would you recognize a magic item? Oh, I don't have any. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, yeah. exactly. Well, how would they recognize a magic item? They have wands. Okay. They have these like <laughs> they have these clear glass wands, and as they and as the other people are seated at the table, they're putting things forward. There's a halfling named Mins, which is a plump older woman with round spectacles and a shock of silver hair. She places an amulet. Before her, there's Zor, a high elf, tall, beautiful, adorned with silks and silver. Basically, a like a mirror of you, but it's mm. all silver, right? Mm. And he places down a pair of boots. There is Scarhill, a mounted dwarf, broad shoulders and a large scar and very gruff looking, but clean and presentable. And he puts down a series of silver chimes. And there's Kari, a human with flame red hair dressed in rich leathers and silk that have been dyed a deep crimson. She's loud and brash. She exudes self-confidence and she puts a gem in front of her and the wands are waved over them and each of the wands turns blue as they pass over. Oh, I have my staff though. Can mm-hmm. I use it? Can I just like take it out? I'm just going like, what about this? And they wave a wand over it and it turns blue. Would you like to uh, bet it? Do it. So you guys sit oh, down God, to bed. Good. Now, this is how this game works. <laughs> oh, okay. I love so, it. Yeah, I don't I, I dig this. <laughs> I need you to play one of the uh, people at the at the uh, table. Actually, no, I'm sure. just going to roll the dice. So Are what you, sure? you want to okay. do is you want to roll a every round. So you, you have now, normally you would ante up. But since this is one round, you just do it. So you roll a die eight, a die four, and a die six. Mm. And you add them up. And I'm going to assume that the other two went low and you're just against one person. But the winner takes all. So funny because we have like the two enablers on the same. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you want to do it? Yes, yes. we'll do it. Yes, yes. Totally. yes. So all your cards are, are handed to you face down and you turn them up. Oh, sorry. So it's these three. Oh, right. Oops. So it's a triangle and a pyramid and a square. Okay. <laughs> and a square. All right. We turn our cards face up and go. Oh my God, yes. I have 13. Uh, oh, top, uh, eight, nine, ten. Oh. Ten. oh, thank you, sir. And all the items are swept oh up, and the elf looks incredibly pleased to have received all the items. It's good to see you, brother. Hi. Thank you for your things. Anything else you wish to bet? I don't have anything. Oh, well, thank you all. Come again, please. And you are escorted out of the VIP section. Oh, my God. Oh my God. Hey, hey, we'll get it back. I, I, I don't know what we're going to do. What? I just lost my staff. No, we find that guy. We find that guy, we break into his house and we get it back. Should we do that? Uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> he just kind of like, kind of like whisk past you and like, 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 this is like traces a finger across the back of your, mm. of oh. your shoulder. And he leans in and he's, and he's, he's like, well, I do feel a little bad. So how about this? I'll give this back to you if you tell me what you're doing here. Clearly you're not here for gambling. Should we tell you? <laughs> Should we tell you? Should we tell you? Brittany's shook right now. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like, bet it all. Yeah. <laughs> 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 
was like, I don't even know if I should say hello. Yeah, anymore. Exactly. <laughs> um, I step forward and I say, um, um, we're investigating some terrible crime. Mm, that sounds very important. It is very important. And we were just trying to blow off some steam. Oh, well, well, consider this a warning. You'll be taken for everything you have in this city. What's your name? You're all mysterious. Yeah. My name is Zahor. Zahor. And with that, he just kind of looks at you again and just kind of cocks his head. And you are quite pretty. Anyway, I'll be here most evenings. Ta-ta. Wait, are you going to give him his stuff back? He gave him oh, his stuff. Oh, he did. Uh, okay. He gave like, everything else. Then okay, he gave that's him fine. his, but he gave <laughs> yeah. his stuff back. Yeah. Like, did you see? He was giving you eyes, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. 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 All right. Um, for the sake of, unfortunately, we're a little tight on time, oh. so I'm going to need you guys to leave the. the, the oh. I'm sorry, we gotta go, You guys have been around while. You always come back, but we need okay. to like because we're up against the other uh, the other episode. So yeah. you guys all kind of meet back up in a in a uh, central area, and you all are I'm assuming exchanging information. Yeah. So you all get there about the same time. You, as you're talking to everyone, just at the corner of your eye you see a kid like near an alley pull a slingshot and fire a rock at you oh, oh i'm at disadvantage uh, yeah. so uh, so it just flings like like way up and smashes a window above you and the kid goes to load again and then like basically gives gives you an <laughs> and goes diving down an alley what the crap <laughs> a little punk is trying to hit me uh, I want to go after him. All right, so Knock goes charging also, after Also, I imagine Knock Knock's wearing, like, a T-shirt from the bar. Yeah. Like, with yeah. your face on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, she, like, totally. made us, like, wear these yeah. T-shirts. Totally. And yeah. my, like, souvenir mug yeah, with her face on it. Way too large. Yeah, yeah. 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 they're way <laughs> too large. Yeah. So Knock Knock goes tearing down his t There's also an extra hole where she thinks an arm is supposed to be. She doesn't quite understand you, though. Yeah. humanoids are humans. Yeah, and I'm just like, Knock Knock is just a kid. Tear it after him. What are you guys doing? I'm not running after. I him. think I'm gonna go too because like he, he Ren tries to be there for knock knock. So that's fair. Fall. Yeah. yeah. So we saw someone do that, and then knock knock just bolted. Yeah. Oh yeah. Then I'm running after him. Well, <laughs> who's staying behind? I'm staying. Right. <laughs> I'm staying. Like he's trying to trap us. All right. So yes. you go running after him, and he runs then and 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 Ali then just kind of like dives down behind another alley and right as you come around the corner standing on a rooftop is a huge half orc even dwarfs knock knock and he's got a bow lined up with three arrows lined in it and he fires i need initiative what the oh. crap is, is that for us that stayed too or just oh uh, no you wouldn't have seen this okay mm. so yeah it's around the corner okay. 15 all right uh, uh 14 can you keep initiative yeah oh darn Ooh. the paladin's paper. paper. <laughs> <laughs> sorry Sorry, uh, that is... We're really professional here. Thank you so much. 15. 15, all right. He got a 14, surprisingly, because I did not roll well. (laughs) My dice like you guys, and they keep (laughs) like, no, no, no. Um, uh, What did you get? 15. Okay. Yeah, 15 too. Okay. I got a 16. Okay, so you go first, and then... Like, so you tell me, you tell me. Yeah, who would you like to go so first? he fires the arrow. Yes, so that means first at three of you. Ooh. Okay. So he's like one, yep. two, three. Does a does a 22 hit you? 
Ash does a 14 hit you. Yes. Okay. And does a 19 hit you? Yes. All three of you are struck with an arrow. You take three points of damage. As it wings you, you take 10 points of damage. It sinks into your leg, and you take nine points of damage. It hits you in the shoulder. And he's already reloading. Okay. Do we hear that? Uh, Rule perception. As you guys are talking to each other, because you guys are pretty much on guard. Twenty. Mm-hmm. Nope. You're away. Yeah. Natural Not twenty. 20. You hear the bow brought back. You hear the three arrows a fly, and you definitely hear grunts from your friends. All right. So, so I tell everybody else. All right, guys, we gotta go. Knock, knock. Got us in some trouble. Right. So, <laughs> you guys, will, you guys yeah. will be there next round. Okay. So go in order. Uh, so knock, knocks first. All right. Uh, he sees. He actually probably hears the bow like being pulled totally. back right so away. Just as it, yeah, yeah absolutely. Just as he hears it and lets it go, he takes he takes an arrow and uh, he's pulling out the bamboo one. Yeah. Uh, and yeah. he wants to like like launch it right at him. Awesome. And, like, hit him. Roll to hit. Right. Uh, that is a. What is the plus on it? What, uh, I didn't write it down. So it'd be the plus for you having a throw up. And so it's going to be like, I think, an uh, 18 for you is a plus two. Okay. Right? Yeah. 18. Okay. So 18 is going to hit. Cool. Uh, and what's the damage on the... Uh, one die one die six plus one plus your strength bonus. Oh, okay. It's a thrown weapon. Yeah. Okay. Just hurl that sucker. <sighs> Seven. Seven. Okay. So he throws right at him and just at the last second he moves. So it cuts along his face he, and then takes a chunk out of his ear. Doesn't seem to even register the pain before he lines back up. Who's next? Uh, Rin. Okay. Um, can I use my dad? Well, how close are they? Are they like, or the? Can uh, I use my dad? They are. Uh, you can throw it at him. Okay. He's, he's, okay. he's on a rooftop, like two stories above you. Mm. Yeah. I'll try my leg crossbow. All <laughs> right. I I You've had it loaded for like. For five minutes, and yeah. I've lost both my. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 18? 18. You yeah. hit him. Roll okay. damage. Finally. Yeah. Um, Rain got serious. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Finally. Okay. Two. Okay, again, it cuts into his leg. He doesn't respond. He's still reloading. Who's next? Uh, Ash. Um, has he said anything to us? Nothing, he just, not a word, just started wow. firing. What the crap? And just mechanical almost, just cold-blooded started firing. Oh my gosh, I, um, I, I, uh, load up my longbow, I guess, and I try, so I'm not trying to injure him exactly, okay. I want to try to injure his, like, um, his arm. Ah, so you're, like, basically trying to stop him from firing. Yeah. Roll a hit. Uh, that was fine. <laughs> yeah, it goes towards his wrist, and he turns his bow at the last minute, deflecting the 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 yeah. arrow. Spins the bow upside down, and still pulls an oh, arrow man. back. This guy's good. Who's next? You. Okay, he's gonna fire at you. Okay. Does a fourteen hit you? Yeah, uh, no. Okay, so he fires and misses. He fires again. Does a 17 hit you? Yes. But you step out of the way of one and into the other, and that sinks deep and causes you nine points of damage. Oh, my gosh. Who's next? Uh, me. He's already knock, knock. reloading. Um, oh, 
So as a bonus, I can pull back the. Oh yeah, um, so you can re you, you could recall it and then like add you could like so it lands in your hand and you can spin and hurl it again. Yeah. Is totally. there any type of like what are the walls like? Can I climb on the walls or like you is there like totally some type try of and climb. windowsills like yeah, you, windowsill windowsill? It's like all stone like built out, so you could easily scamper up the side of this. Uh, yeah. Roll a climb. Uh, was acrobatics? Yeah. Uh, do, 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 16. Okay. It will actually be athletics. Be athletics? athletics? Yeah. Uh, um, oh, fuck it. 17. 17. Even yeah. better. All right. So you are almost at the top. So you have managed to climb about 15 feet. He sees you and like starts to back up. What is everyone? Who's, who's well, can next? I, can I? Oh, you can totally yeah, do something. Yeah, I just want, I want to th- you want to climb and throw the last throw five the, feet. Yeah. I want to throw the air. Sure. Like roll ahead. Yes. So as you're climbing, it like rips back into your hand, which su- which surprises him, and you throw yeah. it again. It's 14. 14 is going to hit him. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's nice. just in leathers. Uh, 11. Okay, that is a real solid strike. So he takes it in the forearm, and he sees that you're coming up, and he lowers his bowl, his uh, bow, and turns and sprints the other way. Step, 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 leaps a good 20 feet across an alley, boom, onto the other roof and just tears off. Oh, wow. Uh, so adrenaline like kicked in for knock, knock in this uh, situation. He was like, I think being like, I like uh, making eye contact with a half orc totally. kind of like sent him in this, like, like a very primal, like, um, non-elf like totally mood. like yeah like i know what this is there's a snarl is, yeah. that comes out of you and none of you have heard that before and it wasn't about like strategy what's the best strategy on this like yep. i want you dead yeah like that's what he was like so now he's just kind of like composing himself and like like he knows he can't do what that guy just did sure. right yeah yeah all right, so you come back down? Yeah. All right, so as you come back down, I'm sorry, I got to wrap it up because we're right against uh, time. As you come back down, uh, Melanie has come out and she has come out to find you. And she finally said, finally, I came across you. We're in, we're in. We should go rest now. Tomorrow morning, we're going straight to Mert. Are you ready? And then she looks at you and she sees you. Oh God, what is, look, just come quickly before anything else happens. Let's go rest. Yeah, I take off the shirt that was like like <laughs> that souvenir oh, shirt that's all yeah. bloody it's all actually bloody went, actually went to the third arm yeah. <laughs> yeah. like I like take it out and like as we're passing like I throw it uh, in the trash Aww. and it's just hanging Aww. off Aww. and I was just like uh, it's her face sure. and it's just all bloody on it it's Aww. like we fade away that's well, tough Felice so. gives you hers and she like put your backpack but knock knock is ripped he is ripped <laughs> I put <laughs> my armor on underneath alright so sorry guys that's it. We we are right up against uh, uh, time. My name has been Ar- um, Aram, and we don't have time for our normal exits. We're going to go right to the video. Thank you so much for seeing us, and we're going to post a bunch more information online. See you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.